Hey, I'm Ben Rikosh, sitting here next to Soren Povasils, and this is Paper Thin Thoughts. We, short-sighted, ill-advised, thought-provoking dimwits, speak our truths on trending topics that we experience in our daily lives. And this week is the football special. We had a great interview with Coach Cherubin to start, the defensive coordinator of the three-game win streak, Charlottesville Black Knight. Yeah. <laughs> hey. And then a draft. And I wanted to talk about the NFL, so we did an NFL themed highlights. And then we had some off awesome coverage from the CHS versus Monticello game we were at with media passes this past weekend. Let's get right into it, Ben. All right. Today we are joined with Coach Cherubin. He's a teacher here at CHS since 2014, taught health, weight training, driver's ed, PE, and now he's on the podcast, a former football player at Newport, or Christopher Newport. Yes, sir. And how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm so thankful that you guys had me on to your podcast, man. I'm looking forward to it. I've been listening to it all over the weekend, man. You guys are doing a great job with it. So I'm just, I'm blessed to be sitting here with you guys this morning, man. Perfect. We have a couple questions and then we'll get into our draft of the day. Let's go. I Let's guess go. we'll kick it off with what position did you play in college ball? Um, so I played um, in high school wide receiver and corner. Um, then I went to Christopher Newport University, started as a wide receiver. We had a ton. In, in my class alone, I think there was like 11 receivers. Um, so at Dang. the end of my freshman year, after playing a year of receiver, uh, we lost a bunch of defensive backs. Coaches on the team were like, all right, any of you DB, any of you wide receivers want to want to make the swap over to defense? And I was like, whatever, get me on the field, coach. Let's do it. <laughs> so we, we swapped over to defense in the spring. Um, of that season and then play defense the rest of the way. Nice. You got any fun stories like field stormings or big upsets, anything like that? Oh, man. So I got a, I got an interesting story um, of a uh, actually one of our colleagues, Coach T. All right. So my freshman year at Christopher Newport, um, Coach T was a senior at Ferrum, and Ferrum was undefeated that entire season or at least in the conference, going into the last game. And we played at Ferrum, Christopher Newport. We came out there and we got the upset on Coach T's oh, I did not play as a freshman. I did not travel on the travel team that year. But it was a big one um, for our team that year. Um, there was hella videos going out just about storming the field because it was we called that it was a rivalry game called the Oyster Bowl. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there were people that, that came to the game and rushed the field, and, and we won the conference championship that year. That's awesome. Did you – cover or play defense on any famous football players now do you have any stories did you play with anyone that's all right so I, while i was at christopher newport no while i was at christopher newport didn't get to line up against any future nfl players however after i left christopher newport i transferred to radford that is where i graduated from and they had a club football team so not necessarily you know your typical division one division three but we would play postgraduate teams so Hargrave and Fork Union, um, and, and those teams had a number of Division One and future yeah. NFL prospects. So I actually played against Geno Smith. He oh, was man. the quarterback at Hargrave Military, and he cooked me on a fade route for a touchdown. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, it was a, we lost that game, I believe, 56-6. to six. They, were, they were loaded, man. They had like 20 or 25 guys that were going D1 to just random schools, kids that just either they didn't have grades in high school or they had transferred from a D1 college or got kicked out, whatever. They had some ballers on their team. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun experience, though. Did you? Um, how did you 
get involved with the CHS football team? Well, I knew after I um, after my playing days were over and my dreams of getting to the NFL were were dashed, and I realized that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I immediately knew that I wanted to be a coach. I grew up in a family of coaches: um, uncles, aunts, dad that coached basketball, coached football. They were teachers, um, so I knew once I got into teaching that that coaching was gonna be a good fit for me because I love the game, I love working with people. Um, so as soon as I got the job. Uh, out of college at Jackson Bay Elementary in Charlottesville, I immediately reached out to Coach Sherry, just sent him an email, didn't know him at the time. Sent him an email and was like, hey man, um, got a job here in the city, just moved to town, got a family, and I love some football, would love to join your staff if you got any space. Um, and he hit me up immediately and was like, hey, I, I actually need some coaches. <laughs> so come on, and he, we skipped the J, initially I was gonna be the head JV coach, um, and then he had some some people leave him late in the process, and I ended up starting as a wide receivers coach my first year. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So you, what's your current role on the team? So right now, currently, I'm the defensive coordinator, and then I coach defensive backs, and I also assist with the running backs. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And what has been the biggest success or win at, in your CHS program? Uh, it's definitely got to be uh, – it's it's back-to-back -back games, actually. In 2000. 16, I'm not just making sure I got my years right. I started in 14, so my third year. It was 2016. Yeah. Um, the the guys you may remember, if you guys are familiar with CHS football, we had Sidarius Foley, Sabias Foley, Sam Neal, uh, Jake Poe, Trey Miguel Durrett. Um, that year we beat Louisa in the craziest, if you guys can, can go back in history and peep, in 2006 we beat Louisa, I think the score is 56-42. Ooh. in the season finale, and it broke one of their winning streaks, um, and it propelled us into the playoffs. Um, and that game, again, they had a bunch of D1 guys. The next year, they ended up making it to the state championship. Um, but we beat them in a shootout, and it was without question the craziest game I've ever been a part of. There was like 80 points scored in the first half, and in the second half, nobody could score. Oh, man. Uh, but we came out on top, and then the following week, we actually made the playoffs, and we won our first playoff game since, like, 1999. Um, and it remains the only playoff football win for Charlottesville this millennium. <laughs> so we like to think those two back-to-back -back weeks, if I can kind of put those together, that, that would be the ones. Yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try. This year, obviously, we're 2-7. and seven. Playoffs are not going to happen <laughs> this year, but we're working towards it. We're going we to be back. Yeah, that's right. We're coming back. Year. How is it coaching the DBs and the running backs? That. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's uh, as a as a school with less students and less staff. You know, some schools you go to and they have guys that don't play both ways. We're a smaller school, so we have guys that play offense and defense. Um, so we have certain days where we just practice offense, certain days where we just practice D. Um, I love doing the defense because that's what I'm familiar with. Yeah. I was kind of thrust into the role at the running back just for a lack of coaches that we had, um, but definitely enjoy both prefer the defense preferably but you yeah. know I teach the running backs how to how to carry the ball how to run with vision how to follow their blocks how to try to stay balanced and bounce off contact you know what I'm saying so it's yeah. fun it's it's football at the end of the day that's cool and if you could get one former CHS player to come coach the current team for a day who would you pick one former player to coach is this going to be like somebody that's a favorite kid of mine or somebody that's actually good at football let me Either see Either way I'm a probably I'm a probably pick um, <laughs> I'm a probably pick Sam Neal because Sam Neal was just he was it he was it. when when you look back at players that we had 
of if you could bring back another player that has the whole package, it's him. He's the guy. He's high IQ, loved the game, a selfless guy on the field. Sam Neal, he's the one. Awesome. What position did Sam play? He was the quarterback, man. He was the leader of the team. He actually played some some defense sparingly. We would put him in passing situations, and he led the team in interceptions his senior year, man. Any like, impressive Hail Marys or oh. big plays from Sam? Man, I w we actually lost his senior year. We lost the Sinopra to E.C. Glass, and he threw a 50-yard Hail Mary at the end, and Trey Miguel Direct caught the ball, and then when he hit the ground, he dropped it. And that was oh. probably the closest to a legitimate 50-something yard Hail Mary that I can remember for us, but I don't think he completed any Hail Marys while I was here. It's like the Des Bryant catch. He caught it or he didn't? Oh, man, it's, it was not a catch. It was not a catch. As much as I'd love for them to have ruled it a catch, we would have won that game instead of lost. Yeah. But, no, nah, it, it definitely was incomplete. Great effort on, on all parts, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick, you know, NFL question. You're a Commanders fan, right? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke? Right now I'm rooting for Taylor Heineke, man. Yeah. I, I, I love the thought of bringing in Wentz, especially if he could return to the glory of when he was the Eagles quarterback. But, man, Taylor Heineke just brings a little bit level of excitement that's just Kinda different, fun. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. So who's this your Super Bowl pick? Who do you have? Right now it's probably, it's probably really hard to go against the Bills, man. They look like yeah. the most complete team. Their offense is so difficult to stop right now, and their defense is playing pretty lights out. So I – I'd, I'd put my money on the Bills if I was a betting man. I'm picking a Bills and Eagles Super Bowl. That would be so That looks fun. good. Right now, that looks pretty good. That would be so I wouldn't much fun, doubt it. man. If you had to pick the most overrated football player in current or retired, who who would you pick? Ooh, that's a good question, most too. Most overhyped, overrated. The most overhyped. Mm. <laughs> people might not people might not like me for this one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Odell Beckham, man. Ooh. I really don't think Odell is that great of a player. He made a really cool one-handed catch, and it really took him off in terms of his hype and how people view him. But as a legitimate receiver, I've never thought he's the top five receiver at any point of his career in the league. And never thought he was top five. So I'd say he's the most overrated. No, he made a once in a lifetime catch. He did though. It was legit. It was legit. That, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of people replicate it though. I've seen some. Like ever since his catch, there's been a bunch of one-handed catch attempts. Oh yeah, man! The They're game, the, the game place. is evolving, man. Young people are getting better and better at the game, so yeah, it's it's for sure happening. I can also think of like at least five catches that impress me more than that catch. There has been the the the. Uh, I always think of the Super Bowl catch with the Giants where he caught the, the ball off the dude's helmet. Catch. I'm a Patriots that, fan. Like I still have nightmares. That's an all-time top three catch right there. Just yeah. just for the moment and all of it. And yeah, that's that's a big one. Hey, love it, Dave. Bring it, bring it, Dave. Get okay. fired up. I'm a football coach. We'll you know we in. love being fired up, man. Should we get to the draft? Let's do it. All right. Draft time. The topic this week is top NFL moments you wish you were there in person to witness. Uh, coach C, uh, you're first. It goes you and then me and then Soren. Okay. Uh, repeating one, two, three. So you're up. Oh, boy. Take your time. We can. Yeah, this is, man, I got to be thoughtful on this. I would say my first one, I'm going to go ahead and take that, uh, the Titans-Rams Super Bowl, where they stopped him at the goal line on the last play. All right, where who is this? The Titans got stopped on the last play by the Rams on the goal line. I can't remember what year the Super Bowl that was. 
But that was definitely, as a kid growing up, that was one of the most, the best to watch Super Bowls that I can remember, man. Yeah, I, I remember that, or I uh, remember hearing about that. And I'll tell you what, life was a lot better when the Rams were in St. Louis. I agree. Greatest show on turf, man. Yeah, man. They were tough. All right. Uh, my pick next, I am going to go with the Philly special. Uh, just being there, uh, being in Philadelphia specifically, mm -hmm. that would have been so much fun. For sure. Yeah. Uh, nothing beats Philly sports. <laughs> so um, I've heard. For my first pick, I'm going to go really, 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 really Gen Z and just take the Odell catch because it just went so famous. I feel like being there would be crazy. Like the stands light up. I don't know. And Ben took the, the Philly special, so <laughs> had to resort to the Odell catch. No, that's a good one too, man. It's like that's you a said, it's pick. a it's a an era changer. All right. Most kids these days. I grew up on Randy Boss. These days the receiver everybody knows of is Odell Beckham. So for I sure. Mean, like, for sure a big one. Like in 50 years, you'll be able to say that you were at that game. Yes. I mean, that's a moment everyone will remember forever. Back to me for pick two. All right, pick two. And I am not a Titans fan, y'all, just because I'm picking the Titans in my first two games. But Ooh. I'm going with the uh, the Music City Miracle. All right. That was second on my list. Buffalo Bills, that, that throwback, man, that was like one of the craziest and greatest plays in NFL history right there. That, if that's not making anybody's list, it's got to be in everybody's top five to me. Um, just the way they were able to pull that off was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks-Pat Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl 48, I think it was. Run the ball, Pete. Yep, run the ball. You just, I, my second, third, and fourth just got taken. And <laughs> I didn't even watch football. That's all I know. Oh, man. Oh, no. I got to do some that, research I mean, now. that's the Super Bowl that has, like, the most – imprinted memory because my family is the Seahawks they're from Seattle okay um so I remember watching that Sorry game <laughs> that was a tough one man should've that just, that game was tough should have gave it to Marshawn man the, sk the Skittles would have got it in there man Skittles would have got it, it in I'm there I'm telling you Marshawn was <laughs> a beast one of my favorite players ever okay I have to resort to some to some pull it out of the bag stuff I'm going to go with, just because I'm an Eagles fan, the 2018 Eagles Super Bowl win. I watched it at on, on TV. It was very exciting. And I was sitting next to some Pats fans. Or, no, I was actually at home. My dad was sitting next to some Pats fans, and they were being obnoxious the whole game. With <laughs> and when <laughs> when the Eagles won, then they were they were quiet. So that I have to say that's, what is that, second pick? Second oh, pick man. right there. Yeah, it's getting it's getting <laughs> tough out here. Struggling. I think I got my third down though, man. I'm a uh, being being born and raised in Virginia. I'm a I'm a Virginia Tech football fan as well, man. So I, I got I got I know, man. Out here in Wahoo country, that's a hard lifestyle, but you know we we get to it still. <laughs> um, but I got I got to shout out my man Mike Vick, man. If you guys. The younger generation, I'm sure you guys have heard about him. Yeah. But growing up with him on the TV every Saturday and Sunday was different, man. It was just there's Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. If you guys think of Lamar Jackson, we got Michael Vick. So I'm going with Michael Vick's overtime win over the Minnesota Vikings when he split two defenders and had the runoff touchdown to end the game in overtime. 
I, I my memory can't re, can't can't recall what year that was. <laughs> I've but seen that play. Yeah. That that would have been a Mike sweet Vick one was to be special for sure. Yeah, man, he was he was different, man. Yeah. He was different. That's my number three. Yeah. Good pick. Uh, let's see here. I am going to go with the first game that Colin Kaepernick kneeled. Ooh. I think that is a moment that changed U.S. history forever. Um, yes. So I picked that. Oh, that's a good one right there, man. That's a, that's a big political moment in history. Shout out to Colin for standing up what he b- believed in. That's yes, big. Man, that's big. Yeah, pick, I pick. believe that he changed how this country operates. Big time, man. My third pick, and I think this is going to be a reoccurring theme for my last couple picks. I always, as a kid, liked to watch the NFL fights. Like whenever there was a fight, so the most prominent one that I remember I keep seeing is um, Josh Norman and Odell always oh, having yeah. some fights on the field. So yeah. I'd say one of those fights I would like to see because they were always funny to watch, and I feel like there's a lot of passion between those two people. So well, yeah, I remember Josh Norman like threw the net that you kick into <laughs> at Odell. Yep, yeah, I remember Odell good. throwing a helmet one time at him. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty good. You don't get fights in football as much as you get in like hockey or baseball or anything. But yeah, gotta when, love when the they're passion. there, you'll take them. That's right, man. You gotta yeah, love the passion. Yeah. Gotta love the passion. That's a good pick right there. So we're on four. Fourth pick. We are Fourth pick. Four. Oh man. Fourth pick, man. I might have to go with the regular season game uh, last year between the Rams and the Chiefs. I want was it a Monday was it a Sunday night or a Thursday night? I don't I don't remember what night. I think it was Monday. But bro, it was like a 56-53 final and they were just going up and down the field left and right scoring um and the Rams ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. Uh the Chiefs obviously with Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and company, man, they just had some lights out offense. It's a very entertaining game if I recall correctly, man. I definitely yeah, would love to. Yeah. A true offensive one. battle. The yes, Chiefs, sir. Chiefs had some good games last year. You know, the Bills in the playoffs. Um, yeah. I got to think about my fifth now. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is rough. Speaking of the Chiefs, I think that I'm going to take their game against the Bills in the playoffs last year, you know, with the to- uh, the coin flip and everything. Oh, man. That's such a controversial game. What a thriller. Yeah. Uh, really good game, too, uh, down to the wire. Yeah, that one might might have changed the alteration of how overtime rules work out here these days, man. So, yeah, that was a, that was a monumental game. Definitely. And I think that, just for the record, NFL should switch to college overtime rules. Ooh. College overtime rules are much better. I like um, it from the 25. We could, we could go to high school, man. We get the four downs from the 10. <laughs> oh. Thanks to that, right? For my fourth pick, another fight that I watched, I think it was <laughs> a couple years ago, was when the former – well, now the Commanders versus the Falcons, there was a play where the Falcons coach didn't like when his quarterback got hit in a way, and it sparked a huge fight on the field. Uh, I don't remember what year, but it was, I think it, I don't remember, but it was apparently pretty big. I saw, like, screenshots of just a huge crowd on the field, so. Yeah, I love a good fight, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
Fights are always exciting. So we got to get. What did you think of that Le'Veon Bell Adrian Peterson boxing match, man? Did you see that, man? I did not see that. Was that like an <laughs> official boxing match? It was, was in it? one of those uh, Logan Paul or Jake oh, Paul yeah. cards, man. It was very impressive. Yeah. I was like, we need to see this more often because, like you said, yeah. we don't see a lot of fighting in football, but. Football players are clearly sizable. They probably they, got a bag for that's that. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> they definitely got paid, man. Maybe we'll see some more of that celebrity football boxing type stuff. Man. Yeah, I keep seeing all this celebrity boxing stuff, and I, it's very fun to watch because you see your favorite celebrities getting in the ring, and they obviously get paid a lot because they're there. And there's some rigged fights. I won't, <laughs> I won't say who, but there's been some obviously rigged fights in the celebrity business with boxing. Okay. Yeah, you got to call them out, son. Let them know, man. <laughs> There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the memes are forever. Tyree the memes are ring. forever. I would love to see Tyreek Hill in a boxing match. Something tells me he'd be pretty good. Yeah. Your last pick here, what pick? you got? We're on pick five. Pick five. What do I want to go with for pick five? NFL moments. I'm probably have to say because I'm a Commanders fan and it, uh, they may not get back to the Super Bowl in my lifetime the way it's going. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say I would pick – the 1992 Super Bowl. That was the last time the Redskins played in the Super Bowl. Defeated the Buffalo Bills that year by a wide margin. Smacked them. Um, so I would say that would be that would be my fifth moment just to be able to see my team collect that Super Bowl. You know, hold that Vince Lombardi trophy up high for Washington. HTTR baby. HTTR. You don't believe in uh, Taylor Heineke, <laughs> Sam Howell, Carson Wentz. <laughs> as, as much as I would love. <laughs> For us to get back there, I, I'm pretty realistic about our, our opportunities this year. I don't think we got the team this year. Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Mm -hmm. All right. My last pick, I'm going to go with the Bears double doink from a couple years ago. Gotcha. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. I iconic uh, kicking fiasco. Yeah. We don't have any have very many you know, kicking moments that are remembered forever, and I think that's one of them. So yeah. that's my last pick. That's a good pick, Ben. My last pick, I always like watching football on Thanksgiving, and somehow the Detroit Lions are always playing on that day, and mm -hmm. they've been pretty bad for as long <laughs> as I remember. <laughs> Back in 2015 when they played the Packers, the Packers went for a huge Hail Mary on the Detroit Lions to put them in the dirt on the wonderful Thanksgiving day. And I think that was pretty exciting. Those are my grandpa who could barely understand what was happening. <laughs> He got pretty excited about that. But I'll have to say a classic Thanksgiving Hail Mary against probably the worst team I've ever seen play <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it, man. Thanksgiving football is definitely a game changer. Good Love tradition. It. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. That wraps it up. That'll wrap up the draft. That'll wrap up the draft. We can make put some votes on on Instagram, so you had the best draft. <laughs> Let's go. For me. Mine got tanked. <laughs> <laughs> got tanked hey, but Soren, you got the entertainment value, though, with the fights and the <laughs> brawls, man. Yeah, yeah. If, we I think if we put a highlight clip together of all you, these you, picks. You're going to oh, yeah. win, for sure, man. I think, Ben, you made some really good selections, too, man. You got some good memorable moments there, man, some good ones. I can uh, tell your DMV vibes in your picks, too. So Yeah. Um, well, I think that'll do it for this interview. Do you have anything else you want to say to the world? Yeah, man, I just, um, if you guys are doing a great thing right here, so I, I just want to piggyback off Dave and Jen Horn in the, in the previous podcast and just salute you guys for standing in and, and doing something that you truly value and believe in. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be eye-opening for a lot of people. You're going to open some doors for people and hopefully open some opportunities for your own selves and your future, man. So shout out to you guys for 
pursuing your dreams and goals and continue to get after it, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Welcome, guys, to the highlight. That was a very, very, very eventful and thoughtful draft and interview with Coach Cherbin. And now we're on to the, uh, the real stuff, the highlights. Would you say that Coach Cherbin is one of the most, is, well, we'll say the most athletic teacher or coach at CHS? I think he has some stiff competition, but he's definitely up there. I would... Yeah, I would put him at the top. I was in his weight training class, and seeing that man work is crazy. And he's fast. He is super, super fast. But it depends on the sport, though. Yeah, it does. Ben, I see a tweet of the week for you here. You want to get right into that? Let's hear what you got to say. Yeah, since this is the football special, I wanted to talk about the NFL. And so through week nine, which is when we're recording this, the NFL leader in passing yards and passing touchdown is none other than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, I know you don't know a lot about football, but I'm yeah. sure you know something about him. Yeah, my, my football knowledge is soft, but I have heard that name. Is, isn't is he on um that one team? He's on that one team. Uh, is it the... the uh, 40, no. no. No, he beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl one time, but he's on the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs. Did they get to the football, uh, Super Bowl last year? Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs or the uh, 49ers? Because neither of them did. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Well, last year's Super Bowl was the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. It was a good Super Bowl. I really like the Super Bowl, by the way. Super Bowl episode is going to be <laughs> insane. Dude, the draft opportunity on that is going to be crazy. What is it going to be, like food? I mean, like... Super Bowl food? Any of the first ten picks could be a number one pick. Exactly. This year's NFL season has been amazing, so I think that the Super Bowl um, is going to be awesome, and that's going to make the Super Bowl episode even more awesome. Yeah, and the Eagles are winning, so that's going to be pretty It'll cool. be close. No, I, I'm, I'm picking an Eagles-Bills Super Bowl halfway through the season. The tailgating is going to be insane. The environment is going to be awesome. So many viral moments. I mean, I can't wait. Dang. Well, I, I got my money on the Eagles because they are undefeated right now. But it's not you, know a bad what pick. you know what you're defeated on is guess who said it, Ben. You've gone one for two for two episodes in a row. Do you want to try to make it three, or should we go for two for two this time? I'm feeling confident today. This is, you know, the football theme. I'm I'm feeling bit pretty good about football, you know, all those things. And I picked I picked some football quotes today. So let's see how you fare. The first quote is either Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. And here's the quote, Ben. You got to guess who said it. I'm ready. The most valuable player is the one who makes the most players valuable. Whoa, that's trippy. Read that again. The most valuable player is the one who makes the most players valuable. You know, I really like this quote. I think it's very true. And... 
the two guys that you've listed here, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, are two very smart people, very smart football minds. So I could see either of them saying this, but I think that it's a Peyton Manning quote just because he's been, you know, he's been turned into a media personality after his career, and he has the great show on Monday nights uh, with his brother on ESPN, and I think that he'd drop a lot of knowledge on there. Ben, are you sure you want to go with Peyton Manning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't sound so confident, Ben. Are you sure you want to go with Peyton Manning? You're making me second-guess myself, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right, okay. Final chance to switch, Ben. I'm giving you this final opportunity. No switching, I am sure. I'm going to lock it in. This is my pick. And if I don't get it right, I quit forever. We want to have you. Well, we want to have you back on the show. So, you did get it right. You are one for two. Thank goodness. Ben, I I can't get kicked off my own show. You can't. Well, you could, if you did some really horrible stuff. But today is not that day. Second quote coming in. This is either Jerry Rice of the Forty ers or Chuck Knoll of the Browns. Oh. In order to win the game, you must first not lose it. You know, a second quote I agree with. <laughs> it's it's a very, <laughs> very agreeable, quote. very agreeable quote week. Um, because I think that more games are lost than are won, especially in the NFL. And I think that both of these legends are in the goat conversation, and they know what it takes to win. So, <clears throat> therefore, I'm gonna take. Chuck Noll is older. Jerry Rice is newer. Eh, I'm having trouble with this one. You got it, Ben. I do got it. it. I can do it. You can do it. Let me throw out a guess here. Just a random guess. Jerry Rice is, you know, one of the top three greatest players of all time. Many people's goat. For the last time, Ben, I'm giving you a chance to switch. No, this one I'm more confident in. I'm going to stick with this one. Okay, you were wrong, Ben. This, oh, oh man. man. Your, your consistency is crazy. One for two for three episodes in a row. In a row, this was, in fact, Chuck Knoll of the Browns. Ben, should we get into the quick question of the week? I kind of just wanted to end it right there. I'm done talking about football, but I guess we have to. Yep. Soren, what's your favorite and least favorite NFL teams? And give us a little background on it. I think that my favorite is the Eagles. Most of my family are, in fact, Philly fans. Every Phillies team. Uh, My grandparents especially, they grew up in Pittman, New Jersey but often made the trip to Philly. Fascinating. And, and we are we are a, a team of birds, as, as we call it. And I'd say my least favorite is the Cowboys because that's what was ingrained in my mind when I was younger. Everyone was like, oh, the Cowboys are awful. The Cowboys are mean and annoying. So it has been put into my mind that the Cowboys are the worst on the – on the whole NFL scene. so One of the worst, best rivalries in the entire world of all of sports. 
you know, it doesn't get much better than Eagles Cowboys. Yep. I think one of the rankings drafts we'll have to do in the future is sports rivalries because there's so many I could pick. Yankees, Red Sox, Duke UNC. I could go on and on, but Eagles Cowboys is up there. Yeah. Ben, what what do you got on on tap for this quick question? You know, I'm not I'm a huge NFL fan, all sports fan, but I don't usually pick teams, so if I had to pick a team for the NFL, it would be the Washington Commanders because of the proximity to where we live and, you know, all of that. But for my least favorite team, I'd have to pick the Cleveland Browns. Not only are they a joke of a franchise, but their ownership just pays millions and millions of dollars to the wrong types of people. Mm -hmm. I mean... Why would you trade for Deshaun Watson in that situation and then pay him the biggest contract in NFL history? It just doesn't make sense to me. So, Browns, I hope that you have another 50 million 0-16 seasons. Jeez. Well, Ben, that is those are some harsh, but I could feel very honest words coming from your perspective of the Browns. What made you... Um, like, w when did you start not liking the Browns? I mean, the Browns have always been a joke of a franchise just because they keep losing year after year. And w at yeah. one point, you got to feel bad for them. And their fans are the most loyal people in the entire world. And Cleveland is a great city and everything like that. But over the summer when they voluntarily traded for Deshaun Watson, who has been proven to be a criminal <laughs> and hurt people in dozens of different ways. And then after trading for Deshaun Watson, they paid him $250 million Sheesh. to play football for them a game when his when he hurt many people's lives, it just doesn't make sense to me. So until their ownership steps down or they get a new GM or anything like that, or, you know, this situation is unforgivable. And for that reason, the Browns may just be my least favorite NFL team or sports team, period. Wow. Browns, you heard it here first. Ben is not a fan, and from those reasons, I am now not a fan. Thank you for enlightening me, Ben. Glad I could help. Should we hop to the very special Kids in the Hall? This week, me and Ben got media passes to go to the CHS versus Monticello Senior Night final game, and we were on the field, and we got many interviews with players, music, and fans, and coaches, and the principal. I can't begin to tell you how much fun this was. This was awesome. Thank you, everybody, for participating. Um, we had a blast, and we hope to do events like this again soon. Should we get into what the people said? Let's get into the what the people said, starting with star defensive man, Scoot Jones. PTT listeners here with big play Scoot Jones. Scoot, what do you think of the first half? 
Man, we really out here just doing our thing, man. It's really just all brothership, man. It's the last game, man. We just putting all everything together. Man, I love all my guys out here. I'm just fighting for them, man. That's really all it is. What does it mean for you to be up 21-0 at half on senior night? It means the world, man. The last last year seniors couldn't leave out with a W. It feels good to be able to leave out with a, to leave out with the score looking how it is right now at halftime. I just hope we keep it going, man. All right, thank you, Scoot. Uh, good luck to take half. Thank you, man. Here's what quarterback Seth had to say about the game. What is good, y'all? I'm here with... I'm Seth Noel. Seth. What position do you play on the field tonight? Quarterback and spirit safety. What are your thoughts on the score at halftime on a big night such as this? I'm going to just say we're working. We got three picks on the night. Defensive has definitely done well. Offense has converted. You know, and, you know, we're working. Do you have a score prediction for the final result? I want to 40 bomb them. They, are, they don't got nothing, so let's 40 bomb them. All right. Thank you. Now let's hear from wide receiver Max Timmons. What is up, guys? Who am I here with today? Max Timmons. Max, how do you think the performance on senior night went today? I mean, our seniors absolutely cooked up. They hated coming out of the game. They were doing so well. I mean, the score showed it tonight. Every, every single one of our seniors and everyone else was just playing their ass off tonight. Um, yeah, it was just a great energy all around, and we came out early, got up 21-0 uh, in the first half, and just carried that energy throughout the game. Perfect. Do you have anything else you'd like to say to the world? Um, a hot dog is not a sandwich. That is true. Thank you so much. Here's a quick word from both Maxes of the band. Uh, so I'm here with a very special guest, <laughs> music aficionado, Max and Max, Tyree and Sweet. Yep. How do you both think that the senior what? night performance went? Huh? What? I think I think the performance went uh, very well. You know, we had a couple slip ups every now and then, but we really pulled through in the end, and uh, I think it was an overall success. Yep, I think that the performance was decent. I'm kind of glad that we did. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. I'm kind of glad that it wasn't the performance run we're gonna do tomorrow because that one's more important. I screwed a few things up, but it's okay. It was cool. Great job, seniors. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's hear it for fans in the stands. Uh, what's up, everybody? I'm here with a special guest. Say your name for everybody. Angus Monroe. All right, Angus. What are your thoughts in the first half? Uh, I think we're playing great. We've gotten a few interceptions getting Seth involved with the passing game, getting scoot a little deep down the field with some good catches. Uh, Paco, Paco the Demon, looking tough right now. Nobody can stop him. They had like five guys trying to tackle him. He kept going. Samaj, Dennis, ball, Soren, Arbalest, dog. All right, great analysis, thank you. Yeah, thank you. What's up, PTT listeners? Who am I here with today? Margo. And Margo, what are your thoughts on the game so far? Fire. Were you expecting uh, a lead just like this? Absolutely, because MHS sucks. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the community? Nah, that's it. Thank you so much. What's up, guys? Who are we here with today? Amari Anderson. Amari, what are your thoughts on the first half of this game so far? Okay, so far it's been a really good game. There was a little bit of beef between the seniors and the juniors, but we're older, so we're better. And we're going to win. We're going to win. Do you have a score prediction for the final score? Yes, 1,001. 1,001. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, PT2 listeners, we are here with two very special guests. 
please state your names for the people. Violet Craig Headway. I am Roxy. All right, what are your thoughts on the first half? How's everything going? Um, I think it's going pretty well. We got a, a couple or three touchdowns, I think. So I think we're doing pretty good. Roxy? Uh, I, I, I concur. All right, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. Hey everybody, I'm here with a special guest. State your name for everyone, please. Sam Funk. All right, Sam, what are your thoughts on the first half? I thought it went pretty well. Uh, we're up 21 to nothing right now. Two amazing uh, long runs by ED. Uh, well, Scoot made a really good catch, got injured, but I think he's okay now. Overall, very good. How do you think the student section is doing? It's all right. All right. Yeah! All right, I'm not a sparse at the moment, not gonna lie. Thank you for your time, Sam. Now, to close it off for the players, let's hear from star running back, wide receiver, do-it-all man, E.D. What is up, guys? I'm here with... Papa the Demon. And what does this big win on senior night mean for you? It means a lot to me. It's the last ride. You know, I got three TDs, and my team was there. I was able to rush for over 1,000 yards today. I'm just proud of my team, and I'm proud of my line for opening those gaps and giving me my three TDs, baby. Perfect. Do you have anything else you'd like to say to the world before before it's all done? We love Soren and Black Knights forever, baby. Thank you. And finally, wrapping it up with the principal, the legendary Mr. Pitt. You should have seen his face when we called him legendary. It was priceless. Let's get to it. We are here with the legendary CHS principal, Mr. Pitt. What are your thoughts on the vibe tonight during senior night? I love the camaraderie. I love the energy coming from our student section. I just, I'm really excited. Our, our team is playing well. I hope uh, ED gets his 1,000 yards. So I just, lo I just love the seniors and how everyone's rallying. Uh, just all, all the different sports from uh, cheerleading um, to athletic trainers, the band, just all of our extracurricular activities banded in together. And it was really, really good seeing everyone out here. It's really special. And I, I enjoy having you guys on the sideline, getting everything mic'd up. I hope that no one was cussing on the sideline. No, 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 we're all good. <laughs> I appreciate the words. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. This has been the Paper Thin Thoughts Podcast. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. We really appreciate a rating. As always, leave us a question that we could potentially answer in following episodes. It's been Soren Povasils, accompanied by Ben Rikosh. Remember to keep up the thin thoughts and stay tuned for next week's episode. Paper Thin Thoughts is produced by the Charlottesville High School Podcasting Network. Executive producers are Jen Horn and Dave Stipe. Senior producers are Ben Rikosh and Soren Povasils. This episode was edited and mixed by Ben Rikosh. Music production is thanks to Jacob Lightborn, Miss Waters, and the CHS music production team. Thank you to Mr. Rashad Pitt and the rest of the CHS faculty and staff for the support. Word. <laughs>